This is Blender Style, the show where we discuss a blend of heavy and extreme music. On this episode, Slayer, Undisputed Attitude. This album was released in 1996 on American Records. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. I blend you. I blend you too. Uh, this is my pick. I got this CD back in the 90s. I probably didn't realize it was a cover album. Like This is a bunch of cover songs of hardcore punk bands. And I probably didn't realize that when I got it and just bought it because I fucking love Slayer and I bought mm-hmm. everything I could find that was Slayer. So I know both of you guys are way into Slayer, just like I am, but have you, are you familiar with this album, Undisputed Attitude, Casey? Yeah, I am. Um, listened to it, I think, when you bought it oh, and was oh, yeah. rather disappointed in <laughs> what it was for the time because I think I was expecting like a traditional Slayer album. Like more Slayer yeah. stuff, yeah. And I think this was right around the time I was getting into this style of music too. So, so it was, yeah, it was like I really wanted that and it, it wasn't there. Had, had you listened to this one, Nate? You're into punk, too. Yeah, I was uh, uh, definitely into punk, still am and stuff. But um, this is, out of all the Slayer albums, this is the one I've listened to least, probably. Oh. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I would say, like, after we were kids, I don't think I ever returned uh, to I don't it. listen to Show No Mercy that much. Basically, anything before Hell Awaits, I don't listen to a lot. But do you listen to this more than those? Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah. yeah okay, okay. It's kind of got a special place in my heart because I did get into it. So where were you when somebody told you, hey, these are covers? Like, I think I just read it. Like, Oh, uh, okay. I think in the liner notes or whatever. How long was it until you... It's probably pretty... Like, I probably it, it read the probably, liner immediately. Yeah, we were... Because I was CD, so that's what you do. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? It wasn't like I just heard it on Spotify. I got the CD. I, <laughs> I think we would have like liner note parties where we would just sit around and read liner notes for every album we got yeah. back in the day. Oh, Which is basically what this show is. Yeah. But uh, there is a the moment I had with this CD. So I was rally commissioner of mm-hmm. high school. And the reason I wanted to be rally commissioner is just so I could play my own music. I and, do remember that. Yeah. And I li- literally played like Deicide and shit like that. And it was always contention with me and the other people involved in the rally because I'm like, no, this is what we're playing. They're like, dude, you can't play that stuff. So there would be like compromises. And this one kid I hung out with, this, his name was Mike. Mm-hmm. He was way into punk and he's just like, he's going through my CDs and he's like, what's this? He's like, oh, T-S-L-O-L. Mm-hmm. So he played that and he, I shit you not, he in, at the rally, he played the song. I forget what song it is, but at the end of it, it says... President Reagan sucked my motherfucking dick. Yeah. I played that at a rally. <laughs> I, I remember that because you were super proud of that. That was one of the rallies that I missed on accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, because you didn't stop going to school. Maybe. Uh, yeah, but I remember you you were very proud of the fact that you got to play Slayer at one of the rallies. Because the music kind of cuts out. It's just like motherfucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's so rad. It's, it was brutal. I did that in my high school yeah, senior year. pretty good. Uh, I, it's punk all over this for sure. Well, so, but it's more underground punk. It's like crossover thrash well, though, because it's thrashy yeah. as fuck. So this is why Slayer sounds like Slayer. This is what influenced Slayer yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know what I mean. Really and important point. What's cool is 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 the bands that influenced them. I'm obviously not as old as them, but these are bands that influenced me tremendously. I mean, like a band like Minor Threat. I mean, there's uh, a couple. Uh, minor threat songs on here you know what i mean yeah um so that's pretty rad yeah so this was this was conceived by carrie king 
originally it was conceived to be a classic heavy metal album. I like like, classic heavy metal covers. With like Jews, Priest, UFO, Deep Purple and stuff. But after a couple of rehearsals, they decided it wasn't working out. Thank God. Which to me just kind of says we couldn't play that. Yeah. And yeah, and, and, and I don't know. <laughs> like, honestly, that would have been a train wreck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if it would have been a train wreck, but I don't know if it would have betrayed Slayer's ability as well as this does. And this is perfect because punk is not as technical as Slayer. Yeah, exactly. Is. That's what I'm saying. So they kind of slaughter it with the playing. They nail yeah. it. The performances on this are way better than the originals. Okay. Yeah. I can uh, see that. Yeah. There's a Perform- couple. Not not all technical of them. like on time. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, this was a lot of this was underground, so yeah, there was a, a slop factor in all that underground stuff back in the day. Right, for yeah. sure, because it was punk, right? Oh, exactly. And this is like kind of pulls the punk out of it mm-hmm. and makes it thrash metal. Yeah, for but sure. It's punk songs. It it's it's it sounds like Slayer doing punk. It, it does, it, and, and they manage to like throw anything some... Slayer does is going to sound like Slayer. They could do a Frank Sinatra song; and it's going to sound they, like they, fucking Slayer. They do Inagata Davida. Well, and it sounds like Slayer. Well, and even even though this is mostly underground punk, they still managed to throw the signature Slayer guitar solos here and there. I mean, they're not as good and back and forth as they are in their normal stuff. But like, Nate, but like Nate is saying, like, this is what influenced Slayer. These guitar solos work because this is what Slayer guitar solos sound like. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, but that's what I'm getting at. Were there were these guitar solos in the original song? Yeah, dude. Okay, I didn't listen to the original. I did listen to the originals. And but I were have... they that technical? They weren't as precise in like on time. Right? So, so I wouldn't say they strayed too much. The only times no. that they did okay. stray was like obviously lyrically. You know, well, well and that's what I'm getting. Yeah, at. so like, they do change a little bit of the lyrics. Well, that's what I'm and getting. that's a Slayer thing to do too. You know what I'm so saying? Like, like Slayer was like, okay, well, we're gonna make it more. We're Slayer. gonna change it if we want to. Well, so instead of dog, we're gonna say God. Well, and so that's that's what I'm getting at. The guitar solos were they Slayerified or did they try to play them true to original? They're pretty on point with okay. the originals, but everything sounds like Slayer. Well, yeah. Slayer, Slayer, like, Slayer is, he probably learned that guitar solo and then has been playing that guitar since, solo so, yeah. in Slayer the whole time. You know what I mean? Okay. Because <laughs> Carrie King guitar solos are great, but they're not like Ingve Malmsteen or fucking shit like well, that. Well, the thing that makes the Carrie King guitar solos so good is the back and forth. Well, and it's style. Oh, yeah. It's like when you hear it, you know exactly who's well, doing. Well, you know, exactly, you knew but, Jeff Hanneman and you knew Kerry King. Right. Yes. You well, know who played which. Well, you know. and that's what I'm getting at. Without without um, Jeff, the back and forth between Kerry and Jeff, they're just basic solos. Yeah, I agree. Because that's where the Judas Priest influence comes mm-hmm. in, and the punk influence. So you got these punk guitar solos, but you have the dual guitars of like Judas Priest coming together. It's kind of what Slayer is, right? Mm. And this kind of harkens back to those roots, and I think it's fucking cool for that point. So what I really liked about this when I was a kid is it takes, like, the parts of punk I don't like and Mm -hmm. kind of strips them out. Like, the production's really good. The performances are really tight. You know, in most punk, it's, like, really sloppy, and Mm -hmm. it kind of sounds like garbage. And at the time, I didn't like that at all. And uh, the best thing about this whole album is Gemini, the final track. That's, oh, for sure. That's 100%. the only original song on this album. To me, I'm a huge fucking Slayer fan. I've listened mm-hmm. to every Slayer thing a thousand times. Gemini and Gemini toys with this like different sound that Slayer is able to do. 
you hear it again on like Skeletons mm -hmm. of Christ. You hear it on, Oof. right? It's like this darker, more like doomy. Kind it's, of, yeah, it's a weird sludgy sound for Slayer. Yeah, and really like Beauty Through Order mm -hmm. really kind of captured. I'm like, they're starting a different genre almost with some mm -hmm. of these songs. And they never really kind of went that direction. They always maintain like that rain and blood, like thrashy yeah. shit. But they really are able to do dark sounding shit excellently. And Gemini is mm -hmm. by far the highlight of this album for me. It's the last track, Gemini. Yeah, so I, I agree with you. I think the best part about this was Slayer's interpretation of these punk songs. Like like you said, they Slayerified everything. This is Slayer at their punkiest. Mm -hmm. um, and they did a great <laughs> job of taking what was already there, increasing production value, and and really just kind of making it their own. Yeah. What I like about this is it sounds like they're having fun. Mm -hmm. I also like that their influences are some of my influences as well. I love punk. It sounds punk. But at the same time, it sounds like it could be a Slayer record. Right. Uh, Gemini is great. Um, so I like that they had fun with it. It's cool that like you had the same influences that like Slayer. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. you are, like I don't. Well, those are some of the reasons why I like Slayer. You know what I mean? But like I like Metallica, but I don't listen to like Bungie and that shit. Like the new wave of British heavy metal. I think that stuff kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But you actually like punk, and it's clear that Slayer has a and Metallica does too. To be honest, like Misfits yeah, and for stuff. sure. But to me, Slayer has more punk influence. It's faster than Metallica for the mm -hmm. moment. It's in your face. It's violent. And I'm saying that, and you're thinking of, like, Fight Fire with Fire, and I'm like, that's pretty fucking fast. <laughs> um, now that I'm older, I appreciate punk more. Okay. And uh, I I now prefer the originals of all these songs. That Not all of them, but for the most for part. Majority, I, I agree with you. I, I think there's that, that thing when you're younger, you just want faster and heavier. And this, this fills that itch, or scratches that itch, I should say. Huh. But then as you get older and you, you taste for music develops, you kind of appreciate that sloppy. Um, yeah, the raw sounding. Yeah, It sounds like shit. Yeah. But like now I get it because like I've, my life has sucked throughout my life at parts where I can now appreciate different. Yeah. Dark, and, 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 and also it's genuine as hell. You know what it I mean? Is. It's the raw emotion of the person writing the song. You know what I mean? Like, I hate you, you know? Well, yeah. Like, that, that song, the, the original is way better. Yeah. And... Yeah. Like, hands down. <laughs> and uh, I would definitely say the originals are better than probably all the songs on here. Mm -hmm. But I love their take on it, and I love that they made them sound like Slayer. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, a lot of uh, there's a lot of bands that do this kind of cover where they pay homage to, to bands before them, or bands that influence them, I should say. Slayer with Undisputed Attitude, Guns N' Roses with the Spaghetti Incident, uh, Monster Magnet with... Uh, Whatever their new one is. That new one, yeah. Yeah. A bunch it of bands. A bunch of random. Yeah. Metallica, it, it, Garage Days. Exactly. And, and they're all... They they turn these these songs that you may have never heard or that you didn't appreciate and create them and make them their own. But then you go back and it makes you go back and listen to them and you start appreciating the original, the mm -hmm. sound and stuff and, and the rawness and the grittiness and, and things like that. So this is a great... like intro if you've never listened to those songs to go back and listen to them for a metalhead for sure it was for me it yeah. definitely got me like this and suicidal tendencies kind of oh, were yeah. gateways into punk for me definitely but, crossover bands right but, there. but yeah. the issue is, is you can't go into the to the older stuff thinking you're going to get the production value. you have to accept the fact that 
It's going to be gritty. It's going to be dirty. He's recorded some of these songs in like the 60s and 70s. Okay, so they did a couple Minor Threat songs on here, mm-hmm. right? When Minor Threat recorded these songs, they were like still in high school. Well, that's what I'm getting You know at. what I'm saying? No. Like these people had to have, you, you know, it's, yeah. it's insane. Right, they recorded And, and the- if you went back and you listened to, you know, some of the Minor Threat songs or the DRI songs or the TSOL songs, they sound pretty damn good for the age that they are playing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and Slayer spent like days and days and days in the studio mm-hmm. recording. It's not even the same yeah. ballpark, right? Well, and that's what I'm getting It came at. out in 1996, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, from a band that was already, like, experienced and developed. Yeah, plenty and, of budget, etc. So that I guess that's one of the things I don't like is now that I'm older and I do appreciate like the like you're saying they recorded this stuff in high school, the grittier like punk stuff. This does pull it out of it, which I kind of like, but mm-hmm. at the same time I'm like, yeah, it's not as good as the original. And also I don't like that they changed the lyrics. Like, yeah, in some I of the songs, I wish they would have. I don't think their decisions on their lyrics were that great. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know they're trying to slay. I would ag- I would agree with you 100. percent So that's just like. Yeah, I don't like that. And it's also, I'm not, this is punk, right? It's like crossover thrash. It is punk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, it's hard for me to listen to an entire punk album. I'm just not that into punk. Like, I like punk songs here and there, but I just, I can't sit down and, mm-hmm. and this kind of starts to get old after a while. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. this, this thing with punk where they have that, that standard backbeat, almost like a, a, thrash metal backbeat but it just doesn't change throughout the whole thing and it does make it kind of fatiguing to listen to um i agree with you i think that the changing of some of the lyrics was kind of uncalled for i think to to the bands who did the original songs it's kind of a slap in the face and some of them were kind of like uh i forget which song it is but one of them they changed it and the singer was like i think that's offensive yeah that was that guilty of being white song yeah yeah and and it was it was and and they came out and said, oh, it was all tongue-in-cheek, you know, that their fans would understand it. But the problem is, is you made an accessible album of punk covers. you got to accept the fact that you're probably going to pick up a new fan base with that because you're covering songs that might have been... And also bands that are, like, anti-fascist, anti... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to give more respect to not the to source say material. That they were doing, not, I'm not saying that Slayer's a fascist band. I'm not just saying all, right? that, you know, the way they changed, you know... The yeah, they, they changed it right. against what the original intention was. Right, and that's not what we're saying. What we're well, saying is you should respect the the original source I mean, material. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, also, I don't think Slayer even necessarily meant it. Well, no, in a, I don't think in, they did it either. in that way. It, it, I think they were just trying to make it like you said, we're Slayer, and we want to make it. How can we make it more fucked up yeah, or controversial? Yeah. I'm sure after like, and then ninety nine, ninety six, right? They could, you know, people yeah, were getting away, get away with, with stuff like worse that. all the time. Well, and they even came out and said it was tongue in cheek, and it was meant to just be, you know, like you said, Slayer, Slayerify the song. But the problem is, is you're picking up an entirely new fan base who might have been fans of that song. So you have to respect. But that's what you got to respect about Slayer too, is they don't give a fuck. And I do. I appreciate you know what that. I mean? yeah, like, no, I, I, I mean, totally that's why they came out with some of the great records that they've came out with is because Slayer they just did doesn't follow give a the fuck. norm. Yeah. Yeah, and in the nineties they were getting lit up in fucking court and stuff, right? Oh yeah. People were carving slayer in their arms. Well they were the whole reason there were so many deaths and suicides and and murders. (laughs) It's all because of Slayer. (laughs) Right? (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) So so yeah, so other than that, other than like the lyrical changes and shit, the only thing that bugged me about this is it was so stiff. Like Mm. this they did a great job of covering these songs, but I think at the same time they went out there and tried to play them as fast and as heavy as they can, and it just made the whole album feel really stiff. It didn't sound like they put a lot of effort into exactly. it, and that's what 
one of my dislikes of it. Mm -hmm. um, I dislike, but this is like what I think about every cover album. Me is, too. Is like, well, the originals are better. Every once in a while, every once in a while, you'll get a cover that sounds it's better than the original. And, uh, and a lot of times that's because you heard the cover before you heard the original. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of nostalgia that goes into play with that. Um, but, uh, yeah, the originals are better, but it's still a Slayer record mm -hmm. and it's, it's decent. Well, there's also a, a kind of a, a different way of doing it. Like there's people who do covers that try to keep them as original. And those are the ones where you listen to it, pays homage to the original you listen to the original and they might have increased production value or whatever, but they keep it as true to the original as they can. Which I think they did. They did I Want to Be Your Dog by the Stooges. You know what I mean? No. Slayer did I Want to Be Your Dog by yeah. the Stooges. That is weird to me. <laughs> that like when I heard it, <laughs> and I, it like kills. I said, this is the this is the album from Slayer that I listened to least. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Right. And when I did listen to it, it was years ago. Um so when I heard this and I was like, like Taken aback by it, you know what I mean? It's crazy. So for, and I enjoyed it, but, you know, the Stooges definitely do that song way better. So for me, I was not familiar with any of these songs. So I didn't like punk, so I was just like, I want to be your dog. That's cool, mm -hmm. right? Well, it, well, and that's kind of where I was touching on. So there's there's these bands like this that tries to stay as original to the source material. They change a few things here and there. Then there's bands like When Guns N' Roses Did Spaghetti Incident. They kept it as original as they can. Uh, Monster Magnet doing the... Uh, the new one uh, kept it as original as they can. Then you got it still sounds like, like Monster Magnet. It though, does, man. but they that kept sounds like. But they kept the original source material, the song structure and stuff. Then you got bands like Limp Bizkit who does covers and completely changes it mm -hmm. and makes it their own. And so, you, is it is it still a cover or some shit like Tori Amos doing like Slayer or Rain uh, of Blood and it's like completely? But different. I don't think these these covers are very different from the originals. No, no I, I, don't I, think mean, I just up. think it sounds like Slayer because it sounds like Slayer. It Slayer sound will like always Slayer. sound like you know. Yeah, you'll Tom will always sound like Tom. I mean, who was the drummer in this? Paul Bostaff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I mean, it's a punk covers, right? What did you guys rate it? I rate this a three point oh. Okay. Um, I like that they're covering bands that, you know, influenced me. I think that's rad. Uh, I like that they kind of made it their own and it sounds like a Slayer record. Um, I think it's listenable and I'd probably listen to it again. So 3.0. I give this a 3.2. It's fun to listen to. I don't go back and listen to it a lot of times, mm -hmm. but Gemini is a masterpiece of a Slayer song and it sucks because it's like kind of underrated. Well, it's because it's on this album and yeah. no one's listening to it, mm -hmm. right? Because it's just punk covers. So I gave it a uh, 2.8. So I'm kind of with both of you guys. It's a good covers album, but I think the stiffness and the fact that, you know, it kind of takes away from what makes Slayer Slayer. Mm -hmm. It just, it feels kind of rushed. It, it sounds like, like Tom's reading off the lyrics. It, it almost does, but it also feels like this was like one of those, like if you were in high school and you just started a punk band and you're just trying to play as hard and fast as you can. Um, I don't know. They're playing it pretty decent. I they would are, say. They're totally playing it decent, but I just feel like it, it takes away from Slayer being Slayer. Uh, Gemini is the gem. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's the weakest of all Slayer it albums. Is. It's the weakest of all Slayer albums. I think it's better than Show No Mercy. Really? No. Yeah, show, show no, no I Mercy. think it's the weak knee. Like, I, if I was going to fight Slayer's discography, I'd kick it in the knee and it would be this. you kick it in Divine Intervention. Yeah, I'd kick it in its knee and I'd run I'm away. I would <laughs> run away because... God knows what would happen after. 
That's that so good. That's <laughs> so good. This is Blender style. That was Slayer Undisputed Attitude. I'm going to be your blender? 